Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I'd like to pay respect to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respect to the Sangha. All three, they are my teachers. Hello again, everyone. Hope everything is going okay. Everything is uh, going according to what you um, have in mind. But if not, it's okay too. If you understand what it is and know how to handle it. So, there's a couple of things that I like to go over today, but first, I'd like to answer a couple of uh, questions that often arise. One is regarding meditation. Okay, um, the question regarding, okay, how do we, uh, we meditate? What is the best way to meditate and all that? So, question I have for you all, the question that I have back to you is this. Why is it that you want to meditate? What's the reason behind it? Is it because you want to calm your mind? Because your mind is agitated? Is, uh, is it because you have um, some kind of problem and you just want to um, you know get away from it and then try to meditate and go into meditation so that you can um, have peace of mind um, why is it that you want to meditate okay so that is something that you should uh, ask yourself before you do anything, find out first why you want to do certain things. Okay, so um, for some of you, you already know that there are two kinds of meditations, right? One is Samadhi and one is Vipassana. And I think I have um, covered some of those in, you know, here and there in previous um, episodes. So samadhi is 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 a, a way to learn that we learn to calm our mind, okay. So it's 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 a way that we can learn to train to 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 get ourselves calm down a little bit, you know. But you know, it, if there if there is a a particular way or a certain way to do it? No, because it varies from people from person to person, and there are different um, methods that you can use to, that you can do um, as far as uh, calming your mind down. Even even listen to a good music can calm your mind down. So that is also a form of meditation. Listen to the sound of the waterfall, of the brooks. Listen to the sound of the 
of the falling rain, right? And just listen and just focus and do nothing else, just that. That is also a form of meditation, which is we call samadhi. Okay, just to calm our, calm our mind down. Because as we all know, we, with a busy life, with the, with, with the struggles in life, with all kinds of with the problems that we all uh, face during our day-to-day things, you know, we are so busy and you know, we are tired and it seems like, uh, you know, our mind is racing and running all over the place every, you know, all the time. So we need to, we, we, we're tired. So we just want to uh, relax. So, and that, you know, relax is called uh, your like to refer to as meditation. It's just a way to calm down the mind. So, um, if nothing else, you can just, you know, sit down or, or just, uh, you know, do the breathe in and breathe out session on your own, you know, you know, uh, get yourself comfortable, you know, on a, on a cushion, on a chair, or, you know, anything that, you know, don't, you don't fall asleep. You just sit there and relax and breathe in and just focus on the breath and that's all. So that is called Samadhi meditation. Okay, but just make sure you understand that Samadhi meditation, its main focus is just to calm the mind down, learn how to uh, bring your mind uh, to focus on one particular thing. Okay. Um, that is the point of your concentration, okay? Because because our mind is jumping, is you know uh, thinking of doing this and then something else pops up and thinking of doing that, and then another thing and one thing leads to another. That is the function of the of our natural mind. So. And that natural mind, you know, when it's wind up too much, you know, it can get overheated. And we want to cool it down and we want to calm it down. So, yeah. You can listen to the, you know, meditation music, you know, calm music. Um, again, I like the, the sound of the, uh, the um, falling rain or uh, flowing brooks. Okay, so that's nice and quiet. A little waterfalls here and there. That's nice. Okay, that's how you calm. But as of, and when you when you, uh, do that, you just observe your thought. Let's let's say you just listen to the sound, of the rain. Okay, for example, and then you just listen and be with it. Okay, and watch. You know where you, you know where else your mind wants to go. A lot of time, people you know have imagination and the mind, you know, get to a certain mood, certain condition. When you hear a certain sound, it 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 thinks of of uh, something that happened in the past. Okay, uh, things like that. You bring the mind back to just the sound that you hear, or you know to the to the, uh, the breath that you are doing. So that's called uh, Samadhi meditation, learning to calm your mind. It's just to calm, you know, cool yourself down, 
relax your brain okay so but that is not the ultimate goal of uh, of uh, buddhism in buddhism okay that is one part that can you know help us in understanding our mind and understanding how the you know, the, the mind function by by jumping you know left right you know back and forth up and down all over so it's just one way of um showing us that the mind our mind is always uh, jumping okay so we learn we we learn and we practice to bring that uh, the 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 action and emotion of the mind down uh, from not from thinking from jumping too much you know that can cause uh, um, um, anxiety cause uh, you know stress to us so that's one help that's one way that it helps you know meditation and it helps reduce the level of uh, the stress that uh, our mind creates okay so but just again just like i said um calming our mind is not the ultimate goal in in uh, in buddhism okay it helps it's it is one part of the teaching you know to to learn to to calm the mind down but the 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 real goal is to understand our own mind okay not just to calm our mind down because the mind has its own way of uh doing things okay it does things by itself you know that is not in the control it has and it's it's a natural thing that it needs to perform for for the survival of the body and you know so it has its uh, own uh necessary function that it needs to perform so but so by understanding the mind is a better approach okay which is we call vipassana meditation uh, is becoming aware of the mind of the mental activities okay and so it, that is different but samadhi or calming the mind is beneficial okay it's beneficial certainly it has its benefits um to uh daily life trying to be trying to calm um uh, a jumping mind but but just make sure that you you are aware you understand that samadhi meditation or calming the mind meditation which most of the westerners uh, european people get to know and think that is the ultimate goal and okay that is not because we cannot you know because samadhi or you know meditation or calming your mind we can do it for a period of time okay you can sit down you can do whatever listen to the broken music or whatever okay you can do for a certain time to calm the mind down but that's not how we live okay we live when with our mind and our mind is we live when our mind is running right when our mind is working not when the mind is calm and so not in another word when we do samadhi okay we just sit there okay let's say for half an hour an hour two hours what not but that's not 
you you can't just keep doing that all the time, right? Because you have to make a living. You have to live. You 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 don't sit for an hour, two hours, and make a living. Okay, we all have work to do. We have our job to do. We have schools to go, right? So we can't be just doing meditation all the time. So that is the part that we need to understand the mind function, which is the med- the other side of meditation that we call the other side of samadhi is the vipassana. The vipassana meditation, it applies to our daily activities. Okay, whatever we do during our daytime activity, right, during our schoolwork, during our job, in our job, when we drive, when we have communication with each other, whatever we do, okay, we, we, we become alert of our own mind. We become aware of our mind. Now that's called Vipassana meditation. That is different. Because why, why is there a word meditation in there? Because when we have the awareness of our mind, uh, we can observe when the mind is, is just about to become stressful and or you know anxious or have or kind have some kind of issue or have unwholesome you know negative uh, thought come up the vipassana meditation is a, is a form that we we become aware of the the mental activity during our daily uh, uh function and because of that we don't jump around with whatever the mind is trying to bring us, to drag us to. So let's say, you know, during our, our, our daily activity and the mind wants to get angry, right? Mind, the mind wants to get agitated. The mind wants to become stressful and all that. Vipassana is the form, is the method that allows us to be aware of that uh, tendency of the mind. Oh, the mind wants to bring, to drag you into that um, situation. And Vipassana is, is like a, an awakening that you always awake to the mental activities and you catch it and you say, okay, the mind is agitated and the mind wants to bring you to, to the unwholesome um, energy that, uh, you know, that because that's what the uh, the normal mind does, you know, the normal mind become angry, become upset, you know, sad, you know, you cry. So that's normal mind. But Vipassana, when we do meditation, meaning you become aware of all those activities and you don't go with it. So now you stay calm. Okay, so this is different from sitting down doing samadhi. This is during your every move see everything you do you are aware of your own uh, mental activity your own emotion your own reaction the mental reaction so when you become that and you you get to understand what the mind is doing and that is called vipassana meditation and when you understand that and then you also by learning the dharma the Buddha Dharma, 
about the mental activity, what is wholesome, what is unwholesome, right? And when unwholesome um, mental activity arises, you, you know that it's unwholesome. When wholesome arises, you know, oh, that's wholesome. You become aware of all the things that goes on inside. All right? So that is called Vipassana meditation. Okay? And Vipassana is a way of living. Okay? Vipassana meditation is a way of living. It's not anything that is, you know, outside or anywhere, you know, ordinary, you know, in, 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 a, in, a, in a heavenly realm or anything, you know, superstitious like that. It's a way of living. But a living with wisdom that is that arise from Vipassana meditation. Okay, so for those of you who like uh, who like to do meditation, so there is okay there ta- there are two kinds okay, and I'm I'm going over it quickly because um I have gone over this uh you know a couple of times at least in um other episodes also, right? So that's regarding meditation, and there's also um well this is. Another question, it's not like a question, it's like a, a thought or idea that uh, another, like another listener say, hey, we all go through life, you know, we are travel, we are travelers, which is true, okay, we are travelers that we go, we all go through life and we have our ups and downs, and so that's normal stuff, you know, that's what life is all about. I understand that, okay, but here's the thing. Do, do we know how to handle the ups and downs? Or we just, we, or we just go with the flow? See, that's the question. Alright, so if we go with the flow, then, you know, we, we, we bound to, uh, to, to bob around just like, the, you know, bob in, in the water. You know, you go one, you know, one moment you are above water and the other moment you go under the water, depending on the, you know, how the, the 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 wave the wind uh, bring you, so you sort of like uh, lost, okay in in what we call samsara, in in the in the world of uh, of the the material world in in this world here, okay the the worldwide uh, the the whirlwind, right, of life. Okay, because, um, excuse me, because. <coughs> As we all know, uh, life is, you know, is very challenging. Okay, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. Life is, is always challenging. Okay, um, one day you have sunny day, good day. The next day you have stormy day, right? So it's always challenging. So, um, the the, the important part is. Uh, do we know how to handle the challenging uh, day or challenging night that we bound to face? Okay, it's just a matter of time, because when you're born into this world, you have a there's a physical form, okay, and mental form that works together, okay, the body and mind, and these things here are always changing. So when this the change is good, 
okay that's fine okay but when the chain is not good okay how do we know how to handle it see that's the thing okay so this apply this law applies to every single human being on this planet right it doesn't matter what uh, religion that uh, that you uh, you uh, believe in you practice or whatever it doesn't matter uh, we talk about you as a human being okay as a word human being we all have something in common okay we don't call you a tiger we don't call you an eagle or a seer or anything we call you a human being so as long as you are a human being it doesn't matter where you live it doesn't matter what color your skin is it doesn't matter what your tradition is your culture is your religion is what uh, whatever you eat or your it doesn't matter but as long as you are a human being we all have things in common okay and that is the universal law that we are talking about we all have things in common as a species okay a human species and what is that thing that we all have in common we have that special mind okay the mind that we have all human beings we have that brain we have that intellectual mind that is different from any other species on this planet okay yeah we have the body and yes other and animals they have body and stuff but we have this unique thing called mind okay our mind here is very very uh, special and the 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 level of of intellects in a human is above all the animals okay so this is the important things that we all have and this very mind that we have okay is something that can be very very beneficial to us or it can be very dangerous very bad to us and to others okay that very important thing that the mind that we have that is something that we all have as human being and that is something that most of us do not understand what it is okay you and i we are all human beings we all have feelings we all have emotion correct we all have that we all have this emotion we have love we have hate we have anger we have hatred jealousy um, sadness stress this is 
human. This characteristic here belongs to human being. Okay, animals they have it to a certain degree, a little bit here, a little bit there, but not as much as we do. Okay, not as much as we do. We are. We have this to the extreme, and if we do not understand this mind, this special gift that we have, this special gift can turn us, can turn against us. Okay, the special gift that should benefit us can turn against us, and us. I mean. You yourself, and people around you. Around us. Okay, so that's why it's it's so important to learn about our very own mind, and that is what Buddha's teaching is all about. Okay, it's not about any faith, any blind belief, about anything. That's why a lot of time you hear that Buddha's teaching or Buddhism is not a religion. But people keep mistaking it's a religion. It is not a religion. It's lessons. It's the lessons about our very own mind, the special gift that we have. Okay, what it is. And once we get to understand that special gift that we have, okay, then we can benefit from it instead of becoming the victims of our own mind. You see, instead of becoming the victim of our own mind, so. That is the teaching, okay. That is the teaching of the Buddha. The book we call it Buddha's teaching. Uh, that's what I like to call it instead of uh, calling it Buddhism. That make it sound like a religion. Okay, so Buddha's teaching, in another word. Is about a way for us to understand ourselves, so that we can liberate ourselves from the suffering. Okay, so it's about liberating ourselves from the suffering that is caused by our very own gift, which is the mind. Okay. Once we understand how the mind works, we can benefit from the mind instead of being a victim of our own mind. So becoming liberated from our own mind is a goal. Is the goal. Okay, but we have to study it. So Buddha's teaching is not about. Liberating other people. Okay, it's not about saving other people. 
Buddha teaching is about saving yourself. It's about liberating yourself out of your own misery. Okay? The misery that is created by your own mind. The misery that is created by our own mind. That's what we need to be liberated from. Okay? Don't, you know, Buddha's teaching is about that. The Buddha taught us to liberate ourselves from our own mind, from our own way of thinking. Okay? Our own way of thinking right now is called an ego mind thinking. It's not the real thinking. The ego mind thinking and always you know identify themselves itself as a something, as a somebody or whatever. Okay? I am this, I am that. So that is the ego mind thinking. So the teaching of the Buddha is about liberating ourselves from our very own thinking. Right? So it's not about liberating anyone else. It starts with us. Okay? It starts with us. With ourselves. That is the teaching. That is the concentration of Buddha's teaching. Okay? Once you understand yourself, which is not easy to do because the mind is all we know. So to become aware of yourself, of your own mind, is a task. Okay? That you have to go through. You have to study. Okay? But it's not impossible. Many, many people understood this and benefit from it. And so can you. Okay? And I'm sure there are many of you already start to see the light. Start to understand your own mind. And I'm happy to say that because I know there are many of you who listen, who follow this, this podcast. I know you know what I'm talking about. That you are actually, can actually benefit from the lesson by, from understanding, by becoming aware, by becoming understanding of your very own emotion, of your very own mind. So you actually become free from your own mental uh, stress, the emotion that your own mind create. Right? So that is the benefit. So that is where we start. Liberate ourselves. Okay? Don't try to, 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 to help others when you do not even understand yourself. Okay? We are not stopping you from helping others. But before you can help others, make sure you help yourself first. 
Okay, liberate yourself first. Once you get yourself liberated, you can go ahead and do what you think you can. Right? Because if you don't even understand about yourself, how can you go help others? So that's why Buddha's teaching is always concentrated on us individually, on who we are. Okay, make sure we understand who is this what that we call I am. Okay, make sure you know how to swim before you can go and save a drowning person. Okay, even though you know how to swim, it doesn't necessarily mean you can have a drowning person either because the drowning person can also drown you even though you know how to swim. Okay? So, you have to learn how to swim first. And after you know how to swim, you can help people who are drowning by figuring out how See, once you know how to swim, you can understand that what a drowning person do. Okay? Because if you're not careful, you can get hurt also. Right? So first, we learn how to swim ourselves. And then, we have to come up with methods to save others. Right? Right? So, always, always, always start with ourselves. Okay, so that's what Buddha's teaching is all about. Okay, so, and also, just want to make sure there are a lot of people, I know there are many people here at different um, um, level of understanding, so I have to cover um, uh, my 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 base has to be a little bit broad, okay. I cannot just concentrate on on a particular level, okay. Make sure we understand that, you know. Learning Buddhism, you know, once you under once you uh, because there 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 are misconceptions out there. That you know, once you learn Buddhism and you practice Buddhism and you you don't you become um happy. You you be by 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 res- pay respect by by worshiping, you become wealthy. Uh, you don't get sick. That's not that's not. Right thinking. Okay, because there are people who actually think like that. That when you uh, you learn you 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 practice Buddhism so that you don't get sick. Practice people go to practice Buddhism, go to the temple so that they can um, obtain more uh, money, or to get a better job and things like that. See, there's a lot of uh, misconception and and things like that. So make sure. You know, I know I'm talking to uh, you know a variety of people here. So make sure we all understand that. 
Okay, we all go through life the same way. We have a physical body, and the physical body functions the same way. The physical body does get sick. Doesn't matter whether you were enlightened or not. Even the Buddha got sick. Okay, just remember that. Even the Buddha himself got sick. Okay. His, all of his enlightened people, they did get sick. Okay. Do not think that. Oh, once you understand Buddhism, you don't get sick. It doesn't work like that. Okay. Um. But for for many of you, you already understand that that is not Buddha's teaching. The Buddha's teaching never say that you learn Buddhism and then you don't get sick. There's no such a thing in in Buddha's teaching. Okay. There's no such a thing as superstition, you know, like that, because you know, um, like uh, I know there are, there are things like that in other practices also. You know, uh, that they tell the followers uh, to follow them, and they will be grant. Uh, they will grant be granted with with uh, health, with money, and all that stuff. But you know, I'm not gonna go into that. But anyway, I just want to concentrate. I just want to point out that idea that some people have that. Uh, um, you don't get sick uh, or something in you know when you practice Buddhism. Okay, it has nothing to do with Buddhism. Okay, Buddha's teaching is teaching you about your mental activity, about your mind. Now that doesn't say that it doesn't help um, when it comes to your health, right? Because a lot of our uh, health issue, the physical health issue that we have come from stress, right? Because, and we all know stress can kill. Okay, now on that side, yes, Buddha's teaching does help that, okay? Buddha's teaching does not help uh, cure cancer, no, or stop COVID, no, virus is virus, bacteria is bacteria. When they invade the body, you need medicine. Buddha's teaching does not cover that. Okay, but Buddha's teaching help with the mental um, pressure, the stress. So once you underst- we understand Buddha's teaching, then the stress level should decrease according to the level of our understanding. Okay? The more you understand Buddha's teaching, the the better you feel, the lighter you feel, and the less stress you have. And because of that, when you have less stress, your body um your body react better to the you know to the environment and to the to the the 
the pressure or whatever that we put onto the body. You know, now, now that the body has does not experience stressful mood from the mind, the body can live a little bit happier. The body can be more healthier. Okay, because there's no stress putting on it. So the body reacts that way. So that, in a way, yeah, Buddha's teaching, that the Buddha's teaching can help, is by releasing the stress for symptom out of the body so that the body can function, can, can uh, develop, can uh, you know, properly, can, can function properly, can relax properly, can have a good night's sleep, you know, things like that. That is of tremendous help, right, to the individual's health, okay? So that part, Buddha's teaching is great, okay? Buddha's teaching is great. Because that is the part that the teaching can help. And I know we all need that help a lot. Our society has so much stress and it will only get worse because of the advancing technology which uh, encourage um, more desire. So as we all know, the more desire we have, the more attachment we have, the more suffering we have. Okay? So if we understand the teaching, then you understand what those desire are, and then we can work with our mind so that the mind do not experience stress, right? So that we can have a better peace of mind. So that is the benefit from Buddha's teaching. Okay, so that's why the first four fundamental principles in Buddha's teaching is what? When we first learn Buddha's teaching, where do we start? We start with the Four Noble Truths, right? That is the very first thing that anyone who wants to take up Buddhism, that's where one would start, learning about the Four Noble Truths, okay? Learning about the Four Noble Truths. Because that's what we all encounter. That's what we all encounter. Okay. Now, so, as I have covered, and I hope this episode also um, will probably heard by many uh, new listeners. If you are interested in learning 
Okay. Go start from the beginning of the series. Okay. Episode number one. And go from there. Alright. It's about your life. It's about how to handle life situation. Okay? It's about how to handle issues in the family. It's about how to handle problem at work. It's about how to solve any problem that you experience in your life with your loved ones, with your family, within the family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, and everyone in between. Is it important? You ask yourself. Because this is your solution to, to life. Buddha's teaching is the solution okay to life problems okay buddha's teaching is the solution to life problem it doesn't matter who you are okay is it important how important is it for you to be able to communicate, to talk with your parents again. How important is it that you can talk or you can make up with your spouse again instead of breaking, instead of breaking up? How important is it for you to be able to love your brothers and sisters again. How important is it for you to live in a friendly neighborhood, to have good relationship with your neighbors? How important is it for you to live a happy life. Okay? These are some of the questions that you can ask yourself. If it is important to you and to your loved ones, to the issue that we have before, that you have before, And I know we all have plenty. We all have people that we don't like. We all have people that we fought with before and we don't, we're not talking to them anymore. Especially they are, when they are your relatives. I know there are many of you do not talk 
to your parents, to your brothers or sister. You hate each other because of whatever reason and so many things that went on in our lives. Right? How important is it that all of those issues is resolved and you become united and have have love for each other again? How important is it? Okay, ask yourself. Ask yourself. Sit down. Ask yourself. How important is it that you have good relationship with others? Your son, your daughter, your parents. How important is it that you have a good relationship with your own mind so that you can have a nice and peaceful life? Everything starts with you. You are the source. And the source is in your mind. How does your mind work? The mind precedes all things. In the Dhammapada, meaning the Buddha's uttering, the mind precedes our speech, the mind precedes our action. How important is it? How loving is it when you have a loving mind, a loving heart? Starting with that, if there's love in your heart, if there's love in your mind, your speech is automatically gentle and soft. Your action becomes very beautiful. It starts out with your mind. Why is it that we cannot do that. How important is it for you to figure that out? What is it that stopping you from having a loving heart? What is it? Is it important? Ask yourself. This is the ultimate question 
that only you can answer. If you're serious in finding out why is it that you have issue, then study. Okay, study about your own mind. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. You follow me? You hear me? And it has everything to do with your mind. Okay? Let me repeat that. It has nothing to do with you, but it has everything to do with your mind. Study it. Okay, this is the way for you to be liberated. The path is laid out before you. Okay, there are pointers everywhere. I can keep go on and go over all over, go over the same lesson over and over again. But it's the same lesson, pointing to the same spot. All lesson, all pointers, point to one single spot, and that single spot is you. It's your mind. Okay, so that's my message today. If you're serious about having a good life, having a happy life, a loving life, okay, put aside the thinking put aside what you have in your head and let's study study what is this mind all about the mind that you have what is it all about figure out okay the past is laid out before you. Alright? Leave questions if you want. But this, the series, the podcast series here, if you know, please start from episode 1. Okay? So that's what I have today. And for those of you who have been, uh, you know, following, well, I'm glad to be here with you and share things with you. As always, if you have anything to, uh, you know, 
leave to drop me message. Whatever idea, opinion, suggestion you have, I'm more than happy you know, to answer or you know, and to, to take your suggestion. Until next time, Namaste.